0: On and
3: the sports betting network. We are rolling on live bet Sunday here on VSEN. Happy to be with you. Week three of the National Football League. I'm Jeff Parles here at the South Point, just due north of here. Ben Wilson at Circa, very much due east of here. Danny Burke in Chicago. Gentlemen, the three of us are back. Happy to be with you here on this fine Sunday morning. Let's get right to it, gentlemen. Uh, we'll start in Indianapolis. Ben Wilson, since I know you are fully invested here, Kansas oh, yeah. City takes a delay. It looks like on fourth and goal, so Matt Amendola is going to have a chippy field goal to put the Colts up. Or sc- put, excuse me, put the Colts down seven against Kansas City, which would be the first time all day
4: that the Chiefs have been covering any number here, Ben. What's amazing about this game. Chiefs are at 4.2 yards per play. Colts are at a paltry 2.8 so far. And part of the issue when you back either a Carson Wentz or Matt Ryan-led team like I am today, concurrently, don't don't recommend that strategy, guys, if you want to uh, help your life expectancy out. But every single time Ryan is dropped back today, you just feel like there's about a 75% chance he'll get strip-sacked. That's happened twice to him today. And really, the, guys, the handicap for this game for a lot of the smart money that came in driving this from six and a half down to five has been pretty accurate. This was a, an obvious backs against the wall spot for the Colts. They've been really game in this spot. But the second strip sack from Ryan really turned this game around. Colts pretty fortunate, in all honesty, to limit the Chiefs here because this was a 16 play, eight minute drive to start the quarter. And it'll only be three here for Kansas City. We'll see what the new number posts once we, uh, once we get it because Amendola's field goal now is good. But... Colts are hanging in. It's really Wentz, the only the only singular player that has held Indy back in this game.
3: Seven uh, right now. Uh, even money on, on Kansas City at seven right now with a total of 46 and a half, minus 550, your current live number. Danny, we'll go to your neck of the woods yet in that next because well, I'm invested in this game the Bears and the Texans, as we all expected, offensive shootout between these teams. 20-17, uh, to 17, Bears just retook the lead on a Khalil Herbert touchdown. Uh, Bears right now, three-point live favorites. Total 52-and-a-half. 2017 Chicago over Houston.
2: Yeah, Jeff, I know you and I were texting before the weekend started and you had told me that you were going to be backing this Bears team. And I said, buddy, I'm doing the same thing here. It's not going to be pretty, but I'm hoping that they can find a way. And that's exactly how the script of this game has gone. I mean, you had some knucklehead moves from Eberflus in the first half. You had Getze still not trusting Fields and just handing it off on third downs. A lot of boneheaded decisions. But luckily, Khalil Herbert is one of the best backup running backs in the league. Unfortunate that we saw David Montgomery go down. I actually did take Herbert over his rushing yards in this game and he's well beyond that he right now is the main source of this bears offense. So we'll see if their defense can yeah. hold on Jeff. because Houston's already kind of moving right now. But like you said, three on the live line for Chicago, I'm seeing total at about 52.
4: Yeah, this has been a game. Jeff, where... Can we just, uh, can, can we say to how great is this when the NFL is screwing us, making us have nine early games that we can at least just have oh. Danny focus on the awful Texan bear game. Like, thank you for <laughs> having this work out in just a perfect harmony. Cause I have not watched one second of that game. Thank you, Danny, for being back with us. By the way, Jeff, your team in some trouble. Jamar t- Chase, touchdown. Uh, Bengals are starting to roll here now, 27-9.
3: 20 and a half now on Cincinnati, 53 year live. total. A Flacco fumble leads to a short-field touchdown for Cincinnati. Uh, five yards on the chase. Touchdown, his first of the day. Uh, that has been, Cincinnati's been a clear right side all day in the Meadowlands. In the Miami Tua Tongvaloa somehow uh, clears concussion protocol, Ben. Uh, But this game has been pretty even. We're all tied at 14. Buffalo is on the move, though. So this line back up the Bills live six and a half as they're in the red zone and facing a third and one with five minutes to go in the third quarter. That total right on the pre-flop closer at 54.
4: Well, most notable thing to me on this one, as soon as two went out, you saw the Bills live about two and a half. Now that was when Miami had the ball and Teddy Bridgewater came in. Allen picks it up, by the way, two-yard run on third and one. So this will be first and goal to go for the Bills, 4.50 to go in the third quarter. But a ton of, of money, not surprisingly, on Buffalo second half. They, were, they opened most shops three and a half. They got all the way up to four and a half or five at close. In this one and i know we're all ready to to send mike mcdaniel to canton already after two games but he he challenges the first play from scrimmage which he had no chance of winning loses a timeout immediately tried to challenge an intentional grounding which you can't challenge Uh, now luckily for him there's no there's no rule anymore where if you throw the challenge at an unchallengeable play you either lose a timeout or have an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty but not been mcdaniel's finest day today Fortunately, though, for Miami, no idea what really was the case there with two. I don't know if that was a heat thing or how he was able to clear whatever protocols they were looking at, but yeah, it's it's been a pretty game effort. Honestly, from this Buffalo secondary, we've seen a, a the target share for Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill way down today. I mean, it's been a small sliver of what they had, the 32 combined targets last week. That's probably been the thing, guys, that stood out to me the most in this one, and obviously, it goes without saying here, this possession in particular huge for Buffalo with The way we kind of figured, would their secondary be able to hold up for four quarters? We're into that late third quarter stretch now. You have to feel pretty good if you're a Bills backer, if they can punch it in for six here.
3: Very impressive. By the way, Baltimore and New England right now. The Patriots offense actually with some life, but they finally uh, get stopped. A punt and a big punt return by Duvernay sets up Baltimore nicely in New England territory. Danny, uh, Ravens up to four and a half live total is 60 on a game that closed 44 and a half. Jeez. Yeah, this game <laughs> it's uh it's been
2: something, all right, fellas. Sorry, I was a little distracted. The Bears just uh, yes, got a fake punt the, from uh, Lovey. Yeah, <laughs> how about it? Fake the punt, goal Lovey. On Lovey Smith. Right? Yeah, my goodness. But uh, yeah, Ravens and Patriot guy. This game was fascinating for many reasons, mostly because of just the difference pros versus joes. It seemed, and the betting splits heading into this game went from three to about two in the hook. And I was someone who really wanted to get involved in Baltimore pre-flop. Ultimately ended up staying away just thinking it would be ugly. We're kind of seeing that right now. But yeah, 60 is what I'm seeing on the live total, Jeff. Four on the spread for Baltimore we'll see if Mac Jones can keep it up offensively. He's been impressive thus far, doing a lot better than what we've seen to begin his campaign in 2022. So I'm impressed to say the least, but still have enough confidence in Baltimore to pull this thing out.
3: Yeah. The Ravens, uh, two touchdowns for Mark Andrews so far today. Yeah. Uh, The the Raven defense really again, 20 points against this new England team is uh, not a great defensive showing after the debacle in the fourth quarter last week against Miami, of course, blowing a three touchdown lead, but Uh, Baltimore with great field position, uh, up by a point with the ball, 6:26 to go in the third quarter. In Minnesota, the Lions have been the better team for the most part here. Out 14-0, Minnesota tied it at halftime at 14, and then the Lions with an early third-quarter field goal have retaken the lead at 17-14. Been two and a half point favorites live. The Lions are to close six and a half point dogs.
4: Totals 50 and a half here. You know, it's been a bit of what we saw last week at Detroit where they looked absolutely brilliant for large stretches for about a quarter and a half. And then they just kind of stopped playing. But what I've been impressed with is a how clearly this, this emergence of Amon Ross St. Brown is no oh, yes. fluke. I mean, the guy yeah. continues to yeah. be incredibly dangerous weapon. And also how about Dan Campbell figuring out game management skills. He's, he's gone for it on fourth down a bunch today. They're four for five, picking it up. And I look, the aggression has has really paid dividends for them. It's led to both of their scores here. And you, you conflate, at least, you know, we don't talk about Dan Campbell as a veteran coach now, but he at least has a year under his belt, gotten get better with game management. Conflate that versus some of the Minnesota play calling for Kevin O'Connell. They just settled for another 56-yard field goal. Greg Joseph misses. And that's twice, two different drives today where they've gotten uber conservative right on the edge of field goal range settled for the long kick with a less than a reliable field goal kicker, and it's gone south. So, you know, a, I know people are going to be sweating out uh, Vikings teasers or survivor legs right now, but Detroit has really looked like the right side so far, about a yard per play more than Minnesota on the day, and uh, you have to be impressed with what you're seeing with Detroit so far.
3: Yeah, I, I'll give the Lions credit. Other than really the first two and a half quarters against Philly, they've been pretty good so far this year. They really outplayed Washington last week and uh, so far against Minnesota, leading in the third quarter. Four and a half to go. Lions favored after being a six and a half point dog pre-flop. They're two and a half point live favorites right now and 50 and a half. Let's go to Tennessee next. This is an elimination game for the Raiders, at least in my opinion, with that division. And the Raiders have not shown up. The Titans scored on their first four drives, have a 24 to 13 lead. Uh, With two minutes to go in the third quarter, they just picked up a third and nine in their own end zone. So this has been all Titans, mostly, Danny. Titans nine and a half point favorites live. They closed as a plus 125 underdog on the money line here.
2: Yeah, this game was really tricky because we saw all these injury issues potentially being impacted on the side of Las Vegas, and they're coming off such an emotional loss this past week. It kind of figured it was a good spot for Tennessee because of how desperate they would be for a win here on their side, being at home as a slight underdog. But really the issue here, for the opposition being the Raiders is Derek Carr just is not consistently passing. They've kind of abandoned that at the start of the second half. You're down double digits here against a very vulnerable Tennessee secondary. You have Devontae Adams. You got Darren Waller. What are you waiting for? You got to produce some kind of offense. And the Raiders just have not been capable of doing so
3: whatsoever. One last one. I want to sneak in here because. The Eagles sure made it look like they were intent to embarrass Carson Wentz today. <laughs> they have successfully done so so far. Twenty-four nothing, Philadelphia, third quarter. Carson Wentz is six of 13. He's been sacked seven times. He has a fumble lost, uh, and the Eagles, at a 24 nothing lead, are 26 and a half point live favorites with a total of 39 and a half. with six Yikes. minutes to go in the third quarter. That score is not indicative to how non-competitive this game has been.
4: No, it has been a beatdown. 19 to 5 on the first down's 7.2 yards per play to 1.9. 377 to 65 and yes, I am on the Commanders today. So it has been a very fun watch. Oh, no. Really things started to go <laughs> south when when Ron Rivera failed to challenge a pretty obvious miss up, uh, pretty obvious drop by Devontae Smith. Rivera did the classic thing where he threw the challenge for like after the next play had already happened and then just stood on the middle of the field <laughs> expecting referee Ron Torbert just to acquiesce yes to his demands. It's like, what are you doing, Ron? And it's been all downhill ever since. Uh, and by the way, as we quickly go Duvernay. to break here, Bills do get, uh, do yeah. get the field goal and then uh, Duvernay into the end zone for Baltimore. So Ravens an extra point away from going back up eight, guys.
3: Yeah, that 27-20 Duvernay has been a revelation so far this year for the Baltimore Ravens. Let's roll. You got five hours of us. Here on Live Bet Sunday week three National Football League.
1: Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
0: Ah, Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No necessary. by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network.
3: It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted out specials, and plenty more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip. With your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in the state of Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. You must be 21 or older to place a wager and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jeff Parles. Ben Wilson's with us. Danny Burke's with us. It's Live Bet Sunday brought to you by BetMGM. Happy to be with you. Week 3 NFL. While we were gone, uh, as Ben said before we left, the Bills took the lead on a field goal 17-14 Devin Duvernay with a touchdown for Baltimore. PAT good, 28-20. Mac Jones just followed that up with an interception. So Baltimore with great field position, looking to go up two scores there. Chase McLaughlin good from 51 for the Indianapolis Colts. So the Colts are back within the cover number at 17-13. And Houston on fourth and four decided to kick a field goal from 20 yards out instead of going for it. Thank you, Love Lovey. Lovey. That game Lovey. is tied at 20 <laughs> In the third quarter, 41 seconds to go there. Uh, ben, I got everything, right? Oh, Jamal Williams touchdown. Uh, Detroit up 24 to yep. 14 on Minnesota. Lions are four-point favorites live with a total
4: of 55. I think we got everything. We got everything that happened I think you gone, did. You, you you have not mentioned Saints-Panthers, and you are right to have not mentioned Saints-Panthers yes, yet so far. That, throughout is the the only that has game been a we, god-awful game at this point. And, I'm, <laughs> and the, the thing, too, is for as awful as the Saints have looked offensively, Box score-wise, they've been significantly better than Carolina. Only difference really in this game was the Alvin Kamara strip at about midfield return for a touchdown. I mean, if you had any gumption at all and, and you were looking to fade this Carolina team, that has been completely fraudulent the whole day. You'd, you might look at uh, New Orleans here in the fourth quarter at least catching, I'm seeing nine and a half right now. But you're also asking Jameis Winston to put the ball in the end zone. And I I couldn't possibly make a wager on that. Doesn't help either that Will Lutz and the special teams have been horrible. Missed kick on the first drive of the third quarter when the Saints got it into Panther territory. So uh, just a ghastly game, guys, uh, all the way around here.
3: Carolina right now, seven and a half point favorites, total 25 and a half. Saints are on the move in Carolina territory. Carolina looking to win a game without an offensive touchdown, guys. For the first time since week two in 2017, where they beat the Bills 9 to 3. it's a different era for Buffalo in 2017. A different era. That was for, a great for, game. For the Bills there. Uh, right now, Baltimore taking a shot deep to Bateman, just out of the reach. So New England's defense holds after giving up great field position with the Ravens there having to punt. The Ravens are seven and a half point favorites alive, up 28 20. Got to imagine that that will probably be coming back down. After that incompletion from Jackson as he just missed an open Bateman, which would have been uh, first and goal, Danny. And But uh, I will say this, the Raven offense, after really looking mediocre week one against the Jets, Danny, they have founded, yes, it didn't go their way in the fourth quarter last week, but they have founded these last two games.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, they came into this averaging seven yards per play, first in the NFL, number one in DVOA offense. And we know how dynamic Lamar Jackson can be, but I feel like Coming into this season, we were all a little concerned because there really wasn't a wide receiver one. I mean, if Mark Andrews, your tight end is your wide receiver one, that's fine. It's not ideal. Duvernay, as you talked about, is a revelation at this point, which is phenomenal. And look, Bateman's been a really sufficient receiver himself. Could you just imagine how much better this offense could be if you had a top guy? That's how great they've been up front. That's how great Lamar Jackson's been. And that that's what makes them so tempting to bet almost every week, especially in this spot against the Patriots guys, where we saw the line dip under three. And if they wouldn't have blown that huge lead against the dolphins, you got to imagine Baltimore probably would have went off as like a four point favorite against new England in this game.
3: I agree with that last point, a hundred percent, Danny, where that was kind of a reaction to what we saw last week from Baltimore blowing that big lead. And let's face it too. After watching Pittsburgh on Thursday night against Cleveland, guys, how much of that was New England and how much of that is that just Pittsburgh yep. is bad? Like, they're just not a good football team right now, especially with no T.J. Watt. That defense is not the same, and New England only mustered 17 points against him. Uh, Justin Tucker did attempt a 56-yard field goal, and of course, because it's Justin Tucker, he drilled it. So Baltimore's up 31-20 now, uh, eight-and-a-half-point favorites now to Ravens. Now he's a total 65 A nice little total there now in Baltimore and New England. Huge run for Zach Moss in Miami, Ben. So the Bills, uh, two and not the same after coming back after the head injury. Uh, Buffalo trying to put Miami away here. 17-14, Bills in front, but in good field position after the huge run by Moss. So uh, six right now, Buffalo favored by 48 and a half. Your total live, Ben Wilson.
4: Yeah, I was a little interested in in potentially getting in on an in-game over here, guys, after Buffalo settled for three, was seeing it at 47 and a half. But as you you pointed out, Jeff, since Tagovailoa has come back in the game, you know, as much as I still believe that throughout a, a whole four quarters where Buffalo does not have four of their defensive starters, especially in the secondary, with them for this game, was expecting things to open up offensively. but. It, you're, you're putting a lot of faith in a, in a quarterback in Tua who has not looked like himself today, Has you know, had the injury, went out, was cleared with the head protocols, comes back in. So it's one where I didn't pull the trigger. And you could almost make the argument, though, on the other side, where I mean, Buffalo's been on the field a ton today, had a lot of extended drives. I mean, the first half, it was either all scoring drives or they had the fumble uh, that uh, that helps set up at least Miami getting the ball back and, and their first score of the game. So I, I wonder how these defenses hold up in the fourth quarter, but I wouldn't look at the in-game over only because I'm just not sure what you're getting out of Tua and the Dolphins offensively. They just have not been able to take advantage of that depleted Bill's secondary all day here.
3: Yeah, no, nothing for me in-game, really nothing for me in-game at all right now. I think everything's kind of where it, where it should be lines-wise. Uh, Danny, what what was that from Justin Fields? I I don't know what the heck
2: is going on guys. I mean, is Justin Fields just giving up like I'm defending this guy to my last breath, but this game, he's making it incredibly frustrating and it wasn't even like it was a deep pass downfield on third and six, but it wasn't deep enough to be like, Oh, it might as well have been a punt. Like, no, it was just a terrible throw into double coverage when he didn't even need that much yardage. You haven't thrown that deep all year. And then you're going to do it in your own territory on third and six. I don't know what is going on guys. It's just terrible. It's just it's just so Dan, bad. Uh, and it's nice that Danny, I'm here with you, you guys because you get it It's Mizzou fans. I get it as Nebraska fans. Jeff, oh, yeah. you get it as a Jets fan. Ben, you get the Packers, so you're out of that combo, But we just can't have anything nice. Never.
4: <laughs> Danny, do you like this? Is this has just been in an anything you can do? I can do worse day from these quarterbacks. Where <laughs> yes. Fields had the first god awful interception. And, and Davis Mills comes right back. You know what? I see your terrible interception, and I'll raise you an interception in the end zone, driving for a score. And then right after this Fields pick, I look up and I just see Mills absolutely planted. Now he throws oh, a screen yeah, pass six yards go. behind what the a line of drive. And, by and the Texans somehow what? started driving in <laughs> oh Bears territory, goodness. and the drive's going to end at midfield. So this has been a, a Mona Lisa oh. of quarterback play today. I'm, gl- I'm sorry, Danny, you've had to sit yeah, there. And ball, not this only really that, am. Ben, forget
3: the Mona Lisa of quarterback play. This game's already over the total. We're in the fourth uh, quarter. This, this, game went over. this game went over easily. This was a 39, which was the low, second lowest of the week. Only Thursday night was lower. And this game was over in the third quarter. So, uh, uh, yeah, I, Houston's going to punt. So that, we'll, we'll keep you monitor there. Uh, Bears right now are two and a half point favorites. So, we're right on the pre-flop. Most of the pre-flop numbers, uh, two and a half minus 125 juice. So, it was either three behind us or two and a half with some juice on Chicago before that game started. By the way, not live, but I do want to mention this real quick because Justin Herbert is going to play in L.A. today against the uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, guys, and we saw on Friday that this got bet all the way down to three on the L.A. Chargers. Almost like everyone knew that Justin Herbert was not going to play. Justin Herbert is in. Keenan Allen is out again for the second straight week, but guys, Chargers are back to six and a half already, so this moved all, almost all the way back which I'm a little surprised at. I thought this would cap at six. I really did because of the broken the broken rib cartilage of Justin Herbert. But we may even see this touch seven yet again, uh, Danny Burke, all the way back potentially to what we saw before the injury news that we thought was coming out on Friday didn't actually come out. This will make, you know, just go absolutely
2: nuts. And that's why, for me, I looked at this game and thought, I'm, I'm not touching it whatsoever. Naturally, looking at a home favorite at seven, the Chargers were attempting teaser play. But she, even if Herbert does go, guys, like we still don't know what percentage he's at. You would think if he's not 100 this early in the season, you probably don't risk it. But what was the confusion? What was the holdup waiting this long? I'm still just... I think the jury's still out on what to expect out of this Chargers team. And even aside from the Chargers, I mean, Ben, this Jacksonville team offensively, not bad. If Trevor Lawrence has some time, Doug Peterson has some good play calling. They've got some weapons, and they can keep it close, as we've seen thus far.
4: Yeah, no, I'm with you, and this was a write-up for me at vsun.com. I Even assuming Herbert was going to play, I really like Jacksonville. We've seen Trevor Lawrence, as much as I shy away from looking at overall stats after two weeks, if you look at some of the specific numbers on Lawrence's completion percentage, over expected, is second or third now in the NFL through a couple of weeks. He's clearly grown even in a short sample size under Doug Peterson, his coach. And i it, it's in a weird way, guys, when this line went down to three, I was like, oh, no. And now everybody's going to be on Jacksonville in the contest with a stale number at seven. This isn't going to represent any value. But I really still like Jacksonville. I played them at the, at the seven, and I'm, I'm not at all worried about this line going back up.
3: Maybe an early season lights out for the Las Vegas Raiders. Derek Carr intercepted off a deflected ball in the end zone as they were going in. Titans. In command at 24 to 13 in Nashville. Plenty more to get to live bet Sunday Rolling along.
0: This is Live Bet Sunday on VSN, the sports betting
3: network. Start your football season on the right foot by subscribing to VSN Pro. Get full access to everything we do, including picks at a glance, as a recap of the top plays made by VSN show hosts and guests. 24/7 video season prep, including our weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering every game all season long. Pro tools like our exclusive betting splits. Pro tips updated every hour with actionable insights to help your betting game. Sign up on our discounted football special and get decent Pro access to everything we do now through the Super Bowl for just $175 or 50% off of monthly price with annual subscriptions and bet smarter all year long. Beeson.com slash subscribe where you go to become a part of the sports betting network. Happy to be with you on a Sunday afternoon. It is Live Bet Sunday. I'm Jeff Parles. Danny Burke in Chicago. Ben Wilson north of me at Circa. While we were gone, a very weird play in Indy, Ben, where the Chiefs almost abandoned a field goal attempt from 42 for Amendola. And it ends up being a horribly put-together fake field goal. And all of a sudden, Indy driving with the ball near midfield, down four at 17-13. Kansas City's three-and-a-half-point favorites live with a total of 43. But Indy, despite a really disastrous offensive showing today, because of Kansas City's special teams are squarely in the game. You
4: know, it's funny how this has worked out. You've had you've had on one hand, Matt Ryan completely hold Indianapolis back today. But at the same time, special teams, as you mentioned, it's been a disaster for KC. KC amadola misses an extra point early causes them to then go for two at the end of the first half which to me that was probably the the worst beat of the day so far if you had colts first half catching three and a half there's no way that was ever a catch from travis kelsey but they give it to him instead of being 12 10 at the half it's 14 10 and the chiefs laying three and a half gets there for the first half but now you have what it didn't look like a very bad snap holder gives up on it right away they end up with an illegal man downfield Pass was incomplete for kansas city anyway and this, you know, this has all the makings of a, of a game that is is coming down to the final drive here. As much as the Colts had their opportunities early, when the defense was locked in on Mahomes and couldn't take advantage with uh, with uh, when when you had uh, an awful quarterback play in Matt Ryan early, here they are driving inside the forty, down to the thirty-five. Just kind of you have that sense this thing is coming down to a, a field goal drive here at the end.
3: Also, while we were talking Tua a tongue on third and 13 hits waddle for 45 yards and the dolphins after a shocking shank by Tyler bass from under 40 yards. We know bass, one of the best kickers in the league, just totally shanked it. And Miami is first down and goal at the five against Buffalo tongue of and the dolphins are even money right now on the money line, getting two down by three. I, uh, Danny, I, I got to give the Dolphins credit. On a day where they have not had their best stuff offensively, they've taken Bills punches, and they are on the precipice of taking the lead in this game.
2: Yeah, and, and look, Tua just never quits. I mean, this whole team doesn't. You thought at some point Mike McDaniel would kind of have that hurdle. I know he was doing some wonky things at the beginning, but we've been slowly waiting for the Bills to just, completely kicked the door wide open. And that hasn't been the case after bass missed that field goal. As you alluded to huge play on third and what 22 to get it down deep. Now we'll see what Josh Allen and this offense can bring. Cause now you kind of woke up the beast. So if you get a good number, assuming Miami can punch this in, whether it's to tie or take the lead. I mean, Hey, it could be tempting to look at Buffalo on a cheaper money line
3: price. Now boys, a little bit of a bad sequence though, for Miami, they had to burn a timeout before the first down play. And now they burn a timeout before the second down play. So they're down to one timeout with 10 (laughs) minutes and 10 seconds to go in that one. Hey, Washington scored. Not in the fashion we anticipated. Weird drive for Washington. No, they did not. Washington, uh, Washington <laughs> kicked a field goal down 24 to nothing. Philly committed a penalty, which gave them a first down. Rivera took the penalty to give the first down. They got it the fourth and goal at the half-yard line. They tried to shovel past to the tight end. It didn't work. And then Philadelphia just got safety. So that's now 24 to 2. Ben, we've had yeah, this issue. This is, intu- be- this is uh, reminiscent of that giant Falcon <laughs> playoff game. Uh, where, yeah. uh, where of course uh, the giants won that one in route to a super bowl title that year, 24 to two. Uh, but uh, the commanders now, yeah, Ben, do you have the fortitude to take the commanders plus 21 and a half right now down 24 to two?
4: <laughs> no, no way. No way. <laughs> and look, I mean the, the, this has been a Ron Rivera special today. I mentioned the botching the, the non-challenge throwing. I know it was a pretty clear miscatch that was ruled a catch on the field, but yeah. You, first off you're lining up for a field goal. I get whatever. Take take aside that it's fourth and 12. You're lining up for a field goal down 24, nothing. You're down three scores in a game where your offense has not moved the ball whatsoever the entire day. And then you run the, uh, the vaunted inside tunnel shovel pass on fourth and goal at the one that uh, Philadelphia could see coming the entire way. So uh, you at least get, you get on the board here. I'm seeing some of these, you know, these in-game numbers. Uh, I mean, at least on the in-game total, that was what kind of intrigued me. We we heard a lot of talk and a lot of movement to the over pregame in this spot. Kind of maybe what you saw out of Washington last week against Detroit, where they showed nothing offensively for really two and a half quarters and then all of a sudden found some life late. But let's keep in mind, this Eagles defense, even though they struggled trying to avoid a backdoor cover against Detroit week one, it's a much different animal than what we saw out of that Lions secondary a week ago. So I wouldn't be so quick to jump in. We Wentz is just now crossed 100 yards passing, 13 to 24 today. Uh, so it's it's been ugly. I'm ready to give up on this game, but I have not yet.
3: Uh, a lot of things happening in Foxborough while while we were gone as well. Ramondre Stevenson touchdown, two point conversion no good. So 31-26 Baltimore, and now Lamar Jackson just got intercepted on a very strange play where they well actually it wasn't an interception they ruled it a catch by Bateman and they're going to say it's a catch and fumble are we I, Ben are we certain that that was a catch and fumble I don't know if Bateman ever had that ball that's yeah, really I, close I didn't,
4: think, I didn't think he in real time it it looked awfully close and the issue is though because of how you rule it on the field now and they're explaining that to John Harbaugh they get the automatic review but yeah, you know, just, just watching this again, the way it was, the way it was slowed down. I don't, I don't know that they overturned that, honestly, because there was just enough time for him to secure getting another look here. So catch braces for impact. And then it, you know, he had it momentarily. Then it's ripped away. I honestly think that probably stands guys. And you now, and now in a game where new England, essentially new England's entire offensive game plan is just, it's just been chucking up by these 50, 50 jump balls and see what happens. And they somehow have 26 points off of it. They'll get the ball back here and, uh, and and driving in business. In the meantime, Miami does end up punching it in yes. guys. So Dolphins back up four here.
3: Chase Edmonds with the touchdown run. 21-17 Miami leads. Eight and a half to go. Dolphins favored for the first time today. Minus 145 on the money line uh, right there. Uh, Bears and Texans. Punting from plus territory. Good work there. Heber 20 to 20 uh, bears and Texans bears currently Thank you, Eberflus. A pick-em against Houston. And now, and by the way, that call does not even get reviewed. So that stands up in new England. So the Patriots on the move in deep in Baltimore territory already. I have a second and one at the plus 30 in a 31, 26 game where Baltimore obviously just plays insane games late here guys where their defense uh, just lacking these last two weeks. Uh, in Good the, Lord,
4: Indianapolis, Jeff. I mean, what, 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 what did
3: Matt Ryan <laughs> just do?
4: This has just been yetting. just it, this entire day today, just watching the ineptitude on fourth and short where, and now they, look, they, they hand it off to Jonathan Taylor, but the, the, clearly, clearly had, they don't have any, any confidence whatsoever in Matt Ryan. So you end up in these short yardage situations where Kansas city, and I don't blame them. They're putting nine, ten guys in the box. And they're saying, okay, let's, let's make your, Let's make you beat us with your quarterback making a play. The Indianapolis has been horrific in these short yardage situations all day. Here they get stuffed fourth and one at the, at the chief 30. So you're still going to anybody who bet uh, Indianapolis, which there was a lot of movement. I'm on, on the Colts in the contest here. This is going to be awfully, awfully sweaty here for the final
3: 10:47. Right now, Kansas city, 17, 13, four and a half point favorites live. With a total of 39. We didn't even mention this because this game's on a monitor to my side and it's been a terrible game. How about LaVishka Senault with a 60-yard touchdown catch and run, guys, for the Carolina Panthers? Not sure many people even realize he was out of Jacksonville already. <laughs> 22-7 to Carolina, eight minutes to go, 14 and a half point favorites. Panthers are 35 and a half the total. Danny, this is basically a redux of what we saw in week two last year between these teams where New Orleans went to Charlotte and just got embarrassed.
2: Yeah, the Saints team has really struggled so much to find a rhythm. I mean, take it back to week one, digging themselves out of that hole against Atlanta, catching everybody by surprise, and there's no offense against Tampa. So we think, all right, well, the Bucs just have one of the best defenses. Yeah. And not that Carolina doesn't have a solid defense, but look, you're New Orleans. You have all of these weapons. You didn't have that much transition in the coaching staff. You should be able to be way better than this. There's just too much talent for them to struggle like this. And it's really just infuriating, which made them such a questionable team coming into this season. But, man, the Saints are going to be a tough team to get a read on and or back this entire season. But I am happy to see Carolina doing well because I actually had higher hopes for this team. And, look, I'm sweating out a Baker Mayfield comeback player of the year ticket, too. But I think they could be an exciting team this season, fellas.
3: It looks like today could very easily be a day where a lot of these winless teams finally get off the schneid. By the way, Juju Smith-Schuster with a humongous gainer on third and 13 to get Kansas City in the red zone. But the winless team's currently winning right now. Tennessee currently winning. Carolina currently winning. Cincinnati currently winning. Atlanta, you're up later in the day, guys. Indianapolis currently the only winless team not in front in their game. And Houston as well, not up in their game. More to come. Live Bet Sunday, National Football League, Week 3.
1: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: This is Live Bet Sunday on v the sports betting network.
3: Football fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Just place a single first touchdown score bet on every Monday night pro football game. And if your bet loses you receive up to $25 back in free bets. This offer is available all season long. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. Just log in or, d- or download the account for the first time and sign up today to take advantage of this great offer. Promotion offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. A lot happening, as it always does, here in the National Football League. I'm Jeff Parles, Ben Wilson, Danny Burke. Alongside, we will start in New England Because the Patriots were driving to go in for the lead. And then, Ben, Mac Jones just makes an absolutely insane decision, throws it nowhere near anyone. Easy pick for uh... Baltimore. And now the Ravens are already out in midfield, leading by five with seven and a half to go. Very weird game for Mac Jones today. Multiple turnovers no, has, has had good athleticism way. Like he has a rushing touchdown, but it has been a mixed bag, mostly towards the bad for Mac Jones when having to throw the football today, Ben.
4: Yeah, no question. And sitting in here in studio, having Baltimore, uh, Jonathan Vontobos next to me, he's on the Ravens as well. And, and in, in the contest here, laying two and a half saw late money to get this all the way down to two in some spots, others at two and a half. But yeah, it, it's just weird to me that the way new England is, they've really not shown any growth whatsoever in in the passing game. And they've just relied on these jump balls to Devante Parker, who by the way, has five catches for 156 yards today. And that's really their only source of offense. It's, it's just been weird to watch. And then in the red zone too, that the throw by Mac Jones, it was intercepted by Marlon Humphrey, just a, just a terrible decision. And you just wonder too, for a team that's been able to put up 26 points, but obviously the personnel is, is not the same. And then on the other side for Baltimore, it's been a lot of just Lamar Jackson running it himself. Lamar Jackson to Mark Andrews, clearly looking like two teams that have a lot of flaws at the moment. Uh, but, you know, both of these teams have had, a, have had their opportunities and the Patriots unable to take advantage. By the way, finally a fourth and short that the Colts pick up. Matt after, Ryan, uh, guy, you're very you're very, <laughs> you're very familiar with Jeff. Matt Amendola shanks the short field goal. So Chiefs doing everything in their power, special teams to uh, keep the Colts in this game. And Colts are now on the move here down by four.
3: I mean, Indy's the, in one touchdown was on a five-yard field because of a muff punt. This has really been... For a special teams unit, and I know Butker is out, but with one of the best special teams coordinators and Dave Taub there in KC, it has been a mess today for the chief special teams. It's the reason that this is a game in Indy. By the way, Baltimore's four-and-a-half-point favorites live right now against New England. Total 63 at a 21-56 game, or twenty-one or 31-26 game, pardon me. And Indy trailing Kansas City 17-13 with five-and-a-half to go. Colts are four-point underdogs with a total of 37 there. Buffalo, by the way, somehow ended up in a second and 25 against Miami. They'll actually have third and 10 coming up. But Danny, Miami with the lead after that Edmonds touchdown. 21-17, eight minutes to go. Dolphins a favorite. Minus 135 on the money line with a total of 47.
2: Yeah, I'm seeing it as high as minus 162. And if you do still have faith in Buffalo, plus 128 on the buyback, Jeff. Uh, spread right now, three in the hook, total at about 47 in the hook. Like if you think the Bills' defense can put a stop to Tua Loa, There's definitely some value here with Buffalo. We know that this offense in Buffalo is more than capable of coming back here. We know that Miami's defense can absolutely be a liability from time to time. So I'm a little tempted here, guys. I don't know if I want to necessarily sweat it out because I've kept doubting two in this Dolphins team up to this point and they've just proven me wrong each time. So I might just sit back and observe peacefully in that sense. But wow, you got to tip your cap to this Dolphins team up to this point, Jeff. Yeah,
3: I look, I think Miami, I was wrong about Miami going into the year. I thought they would be an average team. They're legitimately good. They are legitimately good. And, and so far, they have shown it so far this year, uh, leading, again, the prohibited favorites, and correctly so, the prohibited favorites. Uh, yeah. And Buffalo uh, Buffalo has got a third and ten. By the way, Indianapolis picks up a first down yeah. on a totally idiotic unsportsmanlike conduct penalty on Chris Jones, just going after Matt Ryan for no reason. Very weird very weird there ben i want to go to nashville They haven't really checked up on this game but the raiders are getting it back with 257 to go down 24 to 16 with uh 4 minutes to go uh, 3 minutes to go in the fourth quarter and the uh, raiders are plus 750 on the money line right now ben
4: and in a game too where you've seen both of these teams big flaws showcased throughout the day i mean josh mcdaniel's raiders team comes in clearly not ready to go at the jump getting gashed left and right to start this game tennessee even though they have not scored in the second half are still at over seven yards per play today. <laughs> Just gives you an idea of, of how horrific this Raiders defense was early in the game, but you know, Raiders have made a push. They've outscored Tennessee six, nothing in the second half, but they settle for a, you know, it, it's a very interesting decision. I'm not a fan of kicking the field goal, even though it makes it a one score game, but you had a fourth and three inside the 10 of Tennessee. McDaniels kicks the field goal to go down eight, where you still need a touchdown and a two point conversion but this is a classic case. I mean, two teams who have been pretty undisciplined. Uh, the Raiders, the poor coaching once again. I know I've been a broken record guy saying this the past couple weeks, but its it has been exposed today. And for Tennessee, their inability to play a complete full quarters is has, has also uh, been the thing keeping uh, the Raiders in this game here. So well, last chance here for the Raiders, second and 10 in their own territory, 224 to go uh, in that spot right now.
3: Also a New England fumble as they get the ball back. Fumbled away and recovered by Baltimore again. Another just killer turnover by the Patriots. Uh, wow. in that one, is the Patriots were that was a big play that was going to be uh, uh setting up deep in Baltimore territory yet again. A punch out, and Kyle Hamilton was the one who forced it. So, Baltimore gets it back with 535 to go, leading by five. Also, Indy just converted a third and three, so the Colts with 320 to go trying to take full advantage. Of that idiotic penalty by Chris Jones. Uh, looking for their first win of the year here, Danny. Colts right now down by four. Plus 220 if you think Matt Ryan can lead him in the end zone here.
2: That's <laughs> the big if, right? If you think Matt Ryan can lead him into the end zone. And even if then, how are they going to manage the clock? We've seen these coaches do just some ridiculous stunts with managing the time. And I know Frank is smart guy. I like Frank Reich. So if they get to that point, I think he'll at least be able to do it well enough. But as we know, Ben, uh, it doesn't take Patrick Mahomes and company much time to get down the yeah. field and put in six. So uh, you can never count them out. So honestly, you could root for maybe a quick cold score and then we could look to buy back in on Kansas city at a better price.
4: Uh, yeah, Danny, do not, don't bet the Colts' live. Just, just don't do it. Not, <laughs> I mean, even though this is your classic game too, and I think a lot of people, like public betters, will say, "Wait, why were the sharps all over Indianapolis? Like they've looked horrific mm-hmm. through two weeks, and it, it's a classic case of even though the spot was perfect for Indianapolis, this is not a game they should even be in." I mean, no, if they should it not. And and wait, the way this is played out, Kansas City has completely controlled the general game flow. But you've missed two kicks. You had an aborted snap on a third. You you've fumbled a punt inside your own five yard line. And on the, on this potentially game winning drive for Indianapolis, you'd sacked Mac, Matt Ryan on third down and you commit an unsportsmanlike penalty after the play. So it's one of those things where I think the public sometimes falls into that trap of, all right, well, I guess the sharps just knew, knew what they were talking about. No, this, this game should have been chiefs <laughs> by probably 14 to 17. And I'm on the Colts side here. It just goes to show sometimes in the NFL, you get some of these really random high variance type outcomes. And, as Jeff was talking about, even a good special teams unit like Kansas City, this has been an absolute nightmare of a day for them, even considering uh, it's a backup kicker in there, um, as, by the way, Josh Allen nearly intercepted nearly picked. inside the five-yard line for Miami. Dolphins hanging on here, guys, up four with 440 to go, but Ho- the Bill's Ho- on the move.
3: Holland forced the fumble earlier in the game that set that set up uh, the, uh, the earlier uh, Miami score, uh, Javon Holland having a big day. By the way, quickly, our VEASAN pro tip, which you can get them all, at vcin.com. if you are a pro subscriber, you got to be a pro subscriber in order to get one per hour, so 20 a day every single hour on the network. Know your coach's tendencies. Know the tendencies of the teams that you're dealing with. Know if they're going to be conservative and kick early in games. Know if they're going to go for Ron it. Ron Rivera. The Ron Rivera for today. <laughs> Brandon Staley before the talking heads got to him last year. By the way, uh, Danny, Davis Mills throws an interception to set up our Bears. So we can do that there. But uh, know your coaches. Lovey Smith, another one, even though he shocked us earlier with a, uh, a fake punt. But know your coaches. Know what your tendencies are going into betting games and really betting your in game as well. That's the biggest thing here that we have in our pro tip right now. Danny, what in the world was Davis Mills attempting to do there? (laughs) What was
2: that? That that looked like if they put me in at quarterback (laughs) and I was trying to make the most secure throw that I could. It was just lobbed in there. You have to try to make that bad of a throw. But thank goodness for Davis Mills. Let's hope that the Bears don't bears themselves and just can cleanly send us home here, Jeff. For,
3: for what it's worth, <laughs> that ball was deflected at the line of scrimmage. Oh, okay. So it came out pretty ugly. By the way, the Raiders just convert a fourth and 15 to Matt Collins to keep them alive just before the two minute warning. But uh, again, if you're Danny, you you and I are both heavily invested in Chicago here. Run the clock down as far as humanly possible. <laughs> Just knee on it. Cairo Santos is very good inside a 40. Yes. When it's yes. not pouring rain, make the kick. That's all I care about at this point to survive with Chicago there. Uh, Miami and Buffalo. Buffalo is going to have second and one at the five yard line on the flip side. Hour number two coming your way next, live at Sunday.